When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Yeah, loaded question always. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much, as always, for making your way here and checking out the series. Hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. That's a new one. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you get three interviews a week to keep up with your favorite artists, discover some new ones, and know what's happening in the music world at all the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. I'm Kyle Mayer. Today, my guest, g Easy, to talk about his brand new album, These Things Happen Too, an album that sequels his 2014 breakthrough. The rap artist gets into the 436 songs that were written for the project, his E-40 influence, and his nostalgia for the past. He also tells us about befriending Cage the Elephant's Matthew Schultz, who guests on a track, covering David Bowie's Lazarus on last year's Everything Strange Here, collaborating with Demi Lovato on Breakdown and their shared experiences, artists, and teaming up with Diane Warren and Santana on the song She's Fire. There's a lot going on, and it's a great interview. It's Kyle Meredith with g Easy. How's it going? I'm great. How you doing over there? I'm I'm, I'm good. I'm uh, a lot of feelings. I'm anxious. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm relieved. I'm, you know, on the verge of giving birth to something I've been pregnant with for the better part of three years. <laughs> um, you know, I've put my whole entire life into. Um, I, I'm somebody who's, you know, uh, like a bit obsessive with my work ethic, and I don't really know what to do with myself. And then if I'm not working, um, and then when you compound that with the pandemic and everything, I just, you know, I just kept piling and pouring into this project. And for me to sequel my first album that really changed my life and, you know, broke everything through in a big way, I wanted to do it with integrity and focus and intent of, you know, doing it right and thematically and sonically circle back and then you know, make it feel like a, a, a true, you know, sequel to the first one that, you know, both has elements that are um, 
you know, that are that are reminiscent of the first one and nostalgic, and at the same time show the maturation and evolution of you know a seven year journey that's completely changed my world and universe and taken me around the universe and back. So, so I, I think the obvious question here, as you're saying, a, a sequel to a record. Why now? What what puts you in the reflective mood at at this point? I mean, I I think there's this like attachment that a lot of you know from the listener side is you know they have this relationship and attachment to an artist and especially like a period of time that that artist was in and creating within and they want to hold on to that and I I kind of for better or for worse sometimes I carry this you know almost responsibility or not guilt but like um you know, the worst thing you could hear is that like, oh, he changed or he's not, you know, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's the freedom of any human being's life to, you know, to to freely be who you want to be. You can't make everybody happy. But um, at the same time, I'm somebody with very, very, very deep roots and strong loyalty to uh, the things that have made me and the place that I'm from and, you know, an appreciation and awareness of how I got here. And, while you know evolution is important so is you know maintaining your roots and um you know staying true to that so it's kind of that balance and there's been a lot of i mean since 2017 since your last album you've released a lot of singles there have been collaborations and everything so were these songs like plan like I want to write a sequel so these songs have to be written as sequels or did you find it wasn't one of those things where you just sort of found yourself drifting in that way and and maybe leaned into it yeah I mean it, it's a weird thing I mean it, sequels are common especially in hip-hop um I, but to be completely just bluntly honest I feel like sometimes they almost feel like a like a marketing ploy as opposed to a, what does this really have to do with the first one like what what is what like you know, it's like, um, you know, Batman Returns is suddenly about, you know, Superman. It's like, well, what did that have to do with Batman? Uh, you know, it's a complete departure. Um, but no, I mean, I like, but at the same time, I don't want to reheat the same soup. Um, so I, I picked out certain records that to me felt um, like pillars of the general theme and, and, and sound and, and what defined what was the strongest about what the first one represented and tried to uh, kind of sequel those in ways that were referencing, but not, you know, directly recreations of, but I don't know. It's a complicated process. I, I, I did 436 songs for this album. What? I, um, yeah. And I worked on it for three years and I drove myself a bit crazy. Um, it was a very hard process killing that many babies. Um, you know, and narrowing it down to what we ended up with. But at the end of the day, you know, not to take it more seriously than it needs to be taken. At the end of the day, it's a rap album that I like worked really hard on, but it's it's just music. I make music most every night because I don't know what else to do with myself. And it's what I enjoy and it's what I have spent the majority and bulk of my life dedicated to. And this is the culmination of, you know, a few years and you know, a, a, a complete dedication to the craft and, you know, the pouring out of my soul into, you know, one particular place. I mean, that, that many songs is is amazing. It's a, I mean, some artists write that many songs in their life and, and some artists, you know, yeah. write a million songs. But I mean, was there ever even a thought like, OK, this is the set, but I've got so many others. I mean, that you get things, things happen to 
part two? I mean, is that, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think you just, you know, I mean, one of my biggest heroes, um, legend where I'm from, uh, you know, the most important rapper from my region, uh, E-40, is probably the most prolific, you know, rapper in terms of, you know, like, you know, like, and I, I don't doubt that there's like other people somewhere in the world that have maybe, you know, but in terms of like successful, relevant, you know, people that, that matter to culture and, and to the genre, I mean, 40s definitely probably, you know, categorically the most prolific. So he's somebody I look up to and respect. And, you know, he's been doing it for over 25 years and over, you know, 30 plus albums. So it's just what we do. I mean, I, athletes retire when their bodies tell them that you can't play the sports anymore. You know, creators, artists, you just, it, it, I don't know what else to do with myself. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, we hit a few of the, the, the tracks on here too. Um, you know, especially that pertain to what we're talking about here too, because Gerald, like, maybe this is an odd question. So I'll see if I can, I can frame this right. But does the past look the same in hindsight as what it felt like in the moments? like when you're writing these, does that make sense? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we're all nostalgic for the past. And I think, um, you know, even more so throughout the past 18 months or two years, or whatever it's been, is that, you know, you have this longing and this romanticizing of, you know, yesteryear, pastimes, or like a time when you when you thought of, you know, a different way. Um, but I mean, time and life moves in one direction. and you know, it, it is what it is. Life just goes on. And, you know, I, I think that record is a big unapologetic, not fuck you, but essentially a fuck you in the sense of just like, I am who I am, you know, this is me saying I can't make everybody happy. You know, I'm doing the best to stay true to myself and make what I want to make and be exactly who I am. But you're gonna have to take that for what it is. Uh, I'll also hit on time here too, because obviously for the title right there alone, mm -hmm. it's it, it's hit. And you got Matt Schultz on there, right? From, uh, yeah, from Cage, yeah. right yeah. down the road from me. Uh, Matt from Bowling Green, I'm here in Louisville. Uh, you know, love that bands. Um, so I, I would ask kind of the two part here, like uh, like how did Matt end up on the record? Like what's your all's friendship and, and what led to this song? Because this is like the letters song, which some of yeah. my all time favorites have sort of been in that style. Yeah, no, I mean, that record, um, the concept is, you know, if you could write a letter to somebody you've lost and catch them up on, you know, everything that's happened since. Um, it's a very deeply personal record. And Matt and I, we did a, um, we were on a tour together. It was Lollapalooza, South America. And, it, you know, anytime you, um, you tour with people, it almost feels like summer camp or, you know, you're hanging out with the same people every day. And I was a huge, huge, huge Case Elephant fan. I would watch their show, you know, every night you know, for the first few days of that tour. And then finally, I just like, I went to the dressing room, like, man, I'm just gonna go introduce myself. And like, we just, it was one of those like just instant connections, instant friendships, and we're pretty much inseparable the rest of the tour. And, you know, he's been a very good friend of mine ever since. Um, so I knew that if I like asked him, you know, to help me with that record, he was somebody who would get it. Um, and, and somebody I, you know, could could like trust and, and share something that deep personal with. Uh, that record is, you know, one of the deepest and most vulnerable and most honest things I've ever written. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's hard to like go there, go there, you know. So, I mean, I, yeah, he got it immediately. It's a powerful moment. I mean, there are powerful moments all, all, all over this album. Uh, Faithful is such a great song. Mm. Thank yeah. you, man. Thank yeah. you.
So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. You know, since we're sort of talking a little bit of rock and roll with Matt and everything, I mean, that guitar, especially on there, kind of mm. stands out against everything. Like, were you going for anything specific? Uh, I mean, that one to me, you know, I, people that think about pop, the thing about pop is it's popular and it, you know, resonates with, you know, a, a lot of people in, in a, in a like commonality sense of like, you know, what do a lot of people relate to? And that's just, I, I think it's a beautiful love song. I think that like could be a wedding song. I think that could be a generational thing that connects people and brings them together. You know, it's like, it, I think it channels some elements of even lean on me and, you know, just these like timeless, just generational records that, you know, I, I, that was the inspiration is, you know, and I've always been inspired by records that stand the test of time in terms of decades. And I think that's a dream as an artist to create something that can impact people around the world and, and you know, can last and stand the test of time and, you know, really impact people's lives. and, and you know, mean something. Yeah. <laughs> well, it also seems like a song that's maybe musically, I guess, speaking more than anything, the bridge between this record and everything strange here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, and I say probably the cover of Wicked Game, Chris Isaac. You know, I, I so like during the pandemic. Um, I mean, it was you know unprecedented for everybody, but you know, for me, it was a time to you know, to, to reflect inwardly and, and, you know, just be grateful that I have a home and a roof over my head. Um, you know, everybody doesn't have a safe home to stay inside of, you know, like when it was a mandatory lockdown, you know, that, that just made me think about, you know, positions that other people in are like, and to look around me and really be grateful for what I do have and to say, all right, what are you going to do with this time? Uh, how are you going to, you know, use it to, you know, be productive or grow or evolve or, you know, do something new. I mean, these opportunities don't always come. Um, and, I'm, you know, as an artist, you kind of live out of a suitcase. I, I was on tour for the better part of like seven, eight years, you know, straight out. I've had this house for a few years, but I'd never really spent more than like a week at a time in it. All of a sudden I'm here and, you know, I have this piano and I'm sitting at it and I'm, you know, like relearning how to play and I'm like taking vocal lessons on FaceTime and I'm, and I'm just like, all right, wow, this is a unique opportunity to go into my studio and make something without, you know, set up sessions with an expectation of doing what I'm, you know, normally used to doing or what I'm expected to do. And let me just try something that's, you know, it's, it's a freedom you know, and, and be cognizant and aware and appreciative of that freedom that you currently have and, you know, try new things. And, you know, there's a learning curve. <laughs> I 
prior to that, I, I, I thought I was tone deaf all my life, but like, you know, most of the rap is, is just, you know, it's, it, it's a monotone thing and, you know, the tempos and subject matter are relatively, you know, similar for the most part. And, you know, it becomes a bit repetitive and I've been doing this for about 17, 18 years. So it was exciting to try something new and singing has been a huge challenge, but it's been exciting to push myself and, you know, slowly grow through work and, you know, um, and, and yeah, I mean, you know, the world of melody and, you know, song, you know, is something I've always loved and appreciated outside of just bars and, you know, drums. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, um, you know, we'll, I'll bring up wicked game too, but just hitting on like you covered Lazarus, you know, like I'm surrounded by some Bowie. Yeah. You're surrounded by Bowie. Me. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Like, like first off, Black Star is one of the greatest records of all time. See, right. Hearing that someone is going to cover that one, though, it's not the typical era that people usually go for for Bowie. Yeah. I, so I just want to give you all the props on on that point right there. But <laughs> but then to pull it off, like that's it's well, a really you. good cover. I, I I appreciate that. I don't know if anyone felt the same way, but it um I I just like I I, I just went for you know freedom and and um and I, I call it bravery or whatever i mean just like i just was like i'm just gonna do this i'm just gonna go for it and that's not something that um that is that is often or like always you know offered or provided or, or given in the industry of you know being on a major label and doing popular music and you're not you're not given that opportunity all the time and i just felt like you know i'm just gonna try things that I genuinely feel and, you know, win or lose, or I, I'm just going to, you know, put my all into this and, you know, put my heart into it and go for it. Well, it was great. And, and uh, I'll say the same thing about, uh, uh, about wicked game. I mean, you know, even of course, it's totally different than something like Lazarus. I mean, it's, it's an iconic song, yeah. you know, which, which I, I went and looked it up, uh, came out like, less than a month after you or before you were born like that was like that like you were you, oh my i didn't know that <laughs> yeah like you arrived with that song more or less that's crazy yeah so that's 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 wild yeah <laughs> so just hearing you do some of that stuff like that i, I do really want to quickly hit on uh, a couple of your collaborations recently of course with a single uh, with demi lovato on here one, hearing the two of you all and what you're doing, it's powerful. The hooks are so good on that. The video, I don't want to make any assumptions, but it looks like a powerful statement that you guys are pushing across. And I'd wonder if you'd talk about that a bit as well. We're both human beings. Human beings are complicated. Demi and I are both complicated people, to say the least. It's, it, you know, it's one thing to be in the public eye um, as a person who's not perfect but to be examined and discussed and, you know, critiqued, criticized, ripped apart, praised, loved, hated, you know, constantly talked about and viewed and, and all these things. And that's a, you know, be a cliche and complain about any of that, but just to vulnerably and honestly, you know, present awareness of that and to share truths about our inner psyches and inner feelings and inner you know, struggles, highs and lows, um, and to share things that Demi and I have shared, you know, 
I mean, things that Demi and I have a commonality between us and, um, and to publicly omit and discuss and present and be honest about, I think that's a powerful tool in music is to be honest, vulnerable and open about things that are human because we are not the only people that are human. There are other people that are human and the voice of singers, rappers, musicians is sometimes to share those things that are innately, <laughs> imperfectly human. And to say, this is me, I'm laying it all out there. And you know, to, to own it is to give a voice to others who also share that, you know, who don't have the tool of music, but to give those words and, and that song and, you know, to give strength to those. Um, and, and I think that's just one of those, you know, you know, I, it's, uh, to me, it's a really, really, really special record for that reason. It's uh, again, it's powerful to watch it and to hear, you know, what you guys are going through within that uh, video. And, and then really quickly, uh, you got with Diane Warren in Santana, you know, for, yeah. for She's Fire. And what a like, that's a surprising one as a fan. Like, I didn't see that one coming. How did you end up on that on that no. record? Uh, man, um, that one, uh, mid pandemic. A mutual friend linked Diane Warren with me. I get a call from Diane and I'm just kind of like shooketh. Uh, I like, I'm like, what? what? Uh, and she's like, I, you know, I have a record that, you know, I want to get to you that I would love to, you know, have you cut. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're a legend. You know, um, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm like a fan forever and ever and ever. I, you know, I, I worship and I appreciate music and I appreciate those who are really, really, really great at it and have contributed a ton to it um as she has and santana has you know and and when she said you know will you do the song with santana i'm like are you shitting me <laughs> you know um and she sends it to me and i listen and i was like all right cool like where do you want me to rap and she's like no like i want you to you know it had like a demo vocal on it and i was like what, what do you want me to sing and she's like yeah i love your singing voice and you know for me it's like i'm i'm confident in my ability you know as what i'm you know professionally like good at like categorically speaking saying I mean I've spent 17 years like rapping but singing you know, it's a whole different thing it's like you know, I, I'm very new to this and I'm not fully you know I wouldn't consider myself a singer there's people that are like you know I I dated somebody for a very long time who spent her whole life in you know vocal lessons and vocal performance major cause and is you know one of the best singers and you know and so I have like respect for you know, that craft and that religion of vocal, you know, and I'm like, you're Diane Warren, you write for, you know what I mean, what, what do you want me? Like, and, um, and it was a, it was a, like a, a lesson for me because I was like, okay, we'll say less because I'm also like a confident and assertive and like just, you know, ballsy person. <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll say less. <laughs> and I have a studio in my home and, you know, 30, 45 minutes later, I sent her back a cut. Like I went straight to my studio. I don't know what I was doing. It didn't matter. Ran down to my studio and I cut it. I recorded it and I wasted no time. And she was like, wait, how, like you just did this? And I was like, yeah. She was like, what studio? Like who engineer? I was like, I did it <laughs> like myself. I, I take this seriously. <laughs> and um, like it's a chance to work with you and Santana. <laughs> you know, you just do that. Yeah. And um, you know, it, like it, it worked out and, 
is a great experience. Well, to be able to, you know, to, to, you look like you take a little bit of pleasure too in surprising people with your taste and influence. And I think that's one of the, uh, one of the fun things about uh, kind of following your career, you know, is those, those left turns. Like I enjoy that. Yeah. And I'll bring it all back around again with, with this record. Uh, these things happen too. I mean, it's such an interesting project and you've knocked it out. I mean, what you're doing here. So congratulations on this, man. And thanks for taking the time to talk about it too. Thank you, bro. Thank you. We'll see you around. All right, brother. Bye. All right, peace. My thanks to GEZ. Again, the new album is called These Things Happen Too. Thanks to you for uh, checking out the episode. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button before you get out of here. Again, uh, three new interviews a week at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video version, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. After that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots. That's a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Um, oh, God, all over the place. Um, fuck, uh, my bad, dude. Um, it's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.